coming together. There's power in it. You know why? Because all of our kingdoms are coming together. Our minds, our kingdoms are coming together and they're laying all that down to focus on him. See, how did, how did 120 get together in the upper room? It baffles me because we can't get 50 together in one mind today. Even at big conferences. I've been to huge conferences, man, in green rooms where preachers are fighting over airtime. And it's one of the biggest letdowns I've ever seen in my entire life of being, finally being in that room with people that you hear and then you see that they're just like you and everybody else. That they're struggling with everything in the world. I, I brought a huge minister in and we were sitting there, uh, we picked him up from the airport and he said, man, I'm hungry. So I was like, let's go to the lobster place. So we get down here, we're eating red lobster and all of a sudden he's laughing, talking. He gets a phone call and he said, I got to take this a minute. So he takes that phone call. Next thing you know, I'm ministering to him. One of his biggest supporters in his church quit, chewed him out on the phone. I mean, I heard it. It was horrible. And I mean, they were friends and I mean, he quit and he's taking and a bunch of the church with him. They're going to start a new church and all of this. And I'm like, and his, his head just hits the table and, and I'm ministering to him and the rest of the trip. He preaches, but I'm preaching to him. A tornado drops out of the sky. Uh, one of the nights he's preaching and he runs to my office and hides. He's from Kentucky, y'all. He ain't used to that stuff. But we're in rolling Oklahoma, pathway of tornadoes. And I'm like, hey, Tommy, you got to get out of here. He's like, I ain't coming out. I'm on the phone with the church and they're interceding right now I said hey brother I mean I said my wife runs outside and looks up at tornadoes and says get away from us I, I'm not telling you tornadoes hanging out of the sky in Greenwood and I'm like get in the house and Christy's out there I curse you in the name of Jesus I take command over this atmosphere and you know that thing just hung up in the air and floated over us and never did come down you know why because we got authority on the earth we have authority on the earth. Use what God has given you in this place and it will miraculously manifest a thousand fold out there. You think healings can be in here? You wait till you get out there and the power of God will shake Walmart. It will shake your household. God spoke to me one time. I was watching Fox News. I haven't, I haven't watched the news in two years. It's It's crazy. God told me, he said, get off of it, even Fox. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, keep up with a few things, know what's happening in the world, but get, get your mind off of that. Stop ingesting all of that. He said, they're all the same. Amen. I was like, Fox not the same. Now find out Fox just the same. Amen. They're all the same. Every politician nearly is the same. R.D. Any of them, they're all the same. You know why the R's aren't filing charges against the D's? It's because the R's are dirty. And they're linked in with them. And if it all comes out, it all comes out. So we, when you said we need God's justice, we need the justice of the Lord to come. Because justice of man. See, you know, everybody was like, Donald Trump's going to win. He's going to win in a landslide. And I told my wife, I said, he's not going to win. Man, I had ministers. You are not praying hard enough. You can't confess that. I said, he's not going to win. I don't even feel it in my spirit. And they said, how come you don't? And I said, because we put too much confidence in him. We, we, we're pushing him to do everything that we won't do. 
We want him to get the death threats. Come on, y'all say it. Let someone, let Arthur Porowski speak up here in Skytook and see how many churches join him or see how many say, you know what, we're doing just fine right here. You know how, you know how Rome took over uh, the Christian church of that time? Do you know how Constantine did it? You know how Nero did it? They persecuted the church so much the church said, you know what, I'm not going to move in miraculous power. I, I, I'm just going to be passive. I'm going to survive here. I'm going to try to be at peace with everybody. Oh, I love when they twist scripture. Live peacefully with all men. God is love. God is such love that he, he comes to us and he says, I love you enough. Come to me just the way you are. But when you get here, I'm going to change you. I'm going to renew you. I'm going to mess your world up. I'm going to cause you to move in ways that you never dreamed of. But I'm going to bring you back to your original purpose. Elijah's anointing was supposed to bring the entire church back to the original purpose. But we get caught up in revivals. We get caught up in church buildings and we get caught up in all of these things and we forget to build the kingdom and the kingdom is people. The kingdom is people. We get built up, we get into uh, moving from churches. I, I watched a man one time, I said, what are you doing? I was there with a pastor and I said, what are you doing? He's looking outside. He said, that church across the street, street is splitting right now. They're having a war in there and they told me that half of them are coming and I'm like, wow. See, you, it's secrets that we don't want to admit. We're hoping someone fails so we can maximize off of it. Because what we lack is, is the converting miraculous power of heaven to reason with the lost and to show them such power that they will repent of their sins and come straight in. You want to keep people in your church? Win them, disciple them, bring them here. It's amazing, isn't it? We want, the Lord spoke to me one time, and I will get back to this. And he, I was watching Fox News, and he said, I need you to start a car dealership. Use cars. He said, I only want you to sell two to $4,000 cars, nothing more. And I'm like, okay. Well, I didn't know how hard that was going to be at first, but I was like, okay. He said, do it right now. And you know what was on Fox at that time? President Obama was crushing used cars. Turn in your used cars. And the Lord spoke to me as a word of knowledge. He said, start a car dealership. You know, the first month I made over $20,000. And I'm going to be honest. You know what my big vice is in the world? Cars. I spent more money on cars. I bought cars. I paid sales tax. I don't ever pay sales tax because now I just slap a dealer tag on them. Come on. If I want it, I can buy it and drive it and flip it. I've got a Denali. I was going to try to flip it, but I sat in it and I got to liking it. So I'm driving it around. And when I get tired of it, I'll, I'll put a for sale sign on it and sell it. You know why? Because these things, while I enjoy them, they're made to promote the kingdom. They're, they're a kingdom tool. They're a purpose. And when the Lord said that, I was like, create a car dealership. He said, yeah, keep it right here. Keep it in this. And do you know, I mean, everything started shifting. Car dealers that uh, I would go to the sale with that were powerful, big car dealers. He's like, what are you doing? Because they were getting rid of those cars. And I said, well, and a couple of them, I told them, I said, well, I was praying. And the Lord told me, he said, uh, all these cars, there's going to be a used car shortage. And people's going to be needing used cars. 
What am I trying to say? There's something in you that you're going to hear from God and he's going to move something so mighty in you that it's going to cost the kingdom to manifest. And then it's going to cost, and watch, I was up at the auto sale and uh, we were on the block and it's a concrete uh, pad and uh, cars are rolling through bidding and I was trying to bid and I was getting out bid and uh, this guy was standing a couple uh, places away from me on my left and he just falls straight down into the floor and bounces off of the concrete he's I mean he looked dead young boy but big fell straight down there busted his head out there and people start grabbing him everybody's around his parents were there they come over there and they're all crying they call the ambulance the the auto sale people are all around they're scared because you know liability and the Holy Spirit speaks to me and says pray for him and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> not here. I know some people here. And plus, I don't know a lot of people here. And I, I, they're, they're rough. There's some of them, the, the guy that runs the auto sale, the, uh, not the owner, but the other guy, he's rough. He's there for a reason. He's there to take care of dealers that get out of line. And so I was like, oh, no. I said, he, I can't do that. And the Lord said, I need you to hurry up and I need you to get over there and I need you to pray for him. And so his parents were down there and I walk over there and I said, ma'am, can I pray for him real quick before everybody gets here? And they was all sitting there looking at me and the dad went, no, we're waiting on the parents. And she went, let him pray. And so I knelt down there and I, oh, the simplest thing I said, I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, quicken this boy and get him right on his feet. And that dude opened up his eyes and threw his legs up in the air, never touched the floor and stood straight up on his feet. And was standing there looking around and Keith Glass, a dealer in the town, comes up with me and said, that's the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life that has happened. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was shocked too miraculous power see we act like we're made for this listen it will mess you up we need to be so undone as Isaiah said I am undone Amen. Amen. <clears throat> he said I'm ruined by the power of heaven how, how many want to be so ruined by heaven that you're not you're not compelled by earth anymore that you can move in earth and have what God wants you to have but display miraculous power and take the simple things in your life and turn them around into the kingdom and they become the thing that hinges everything else on. See, you're setting on a miracle right now and you don't even know it. You, you're setting on something that you minimized and it can bring wealth, peace, and joy and kingdom into your house. Remember when we blew a hole in the ocean and oil was blowing everywhere? Y'all remember that? BP? They made a movie out of it, but we blew a hole in the ocean. And I sure didn't know that you could blow a hole in the ocean and it wouldn't stop. I mean, I just thought that stuff just sealed up, but it didn't. And so remember BP and the world's governments calling on people to have ideas? I remember Kevin Costner come up with an idea of breaking up a bunch of old tires and, you know, stuffing it down in there and creating something that would expand and contract with the ocean and do all of that but you know they tried stuff and it didn't work you know who come up with an idea to stop the oil flow that was destroying our planet someone insignificant that kept pestering 
and got through to BP a Christian. Now, you didn't hear this on the news. Someone called and got through and had idea was so powerful that they said, the Lord told me how to stop this. And they were discounted, discounted, discounted. But until the ocean started filling with oil, finally someone listened. And you know what stopped the oil? The word of the Lord. Coming from someone who knew nothing about the oil industry, knew nothing about the ocean, knew nothing, but they knew how to get a hold of heaven. And heaven told them what to do. How many want to have a word like that? I'm provoking you. I feel in the spirit. I want to provoke your mind to understand that inside you right now, it, how many believe the scripture? We read a lot of scripture today. I love it. How many believe the scripture that he has already given you everything you need that pertains unto life through the knowledge of him that's called you into glory and virtue? How many believe you got everything you need? See, if you don't, we need to get there. How many remember this guy? Keep an eye on me, baby. I'm talking. How many remember this guy who came to Jesus and he said, Lord, my son has got a devil. And he said he throws him down and he violently convulses and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, Jesus said, if you believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And he said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Oh, that's such a powerful statement. Because we're ashamed to say, I don't believe. But Jesus wasn't even moved by his unbelief. Because you know what will conquer unbelief? Any amount of believing. Any amount. See, the guy came to Jesus in believing and said, I'm unbelieving though that this, my son's going to be cured because I've seen the results of this demon. I've seen what happens to him, but I believe in you. I believe what you said is true, and that's why I'm here. And Jesus kept provoking him. Listen, your unbelief will be destroyed by believing. Amen. I love Jesus. He's such a great teacher. Peter comes to him and says, I'll never betray you. And he said, before this night's over, you're going to betray me three times. And then all of a sudden, Peter betrays Jesus, and he you know, he's all down, but he remembers something Jesus said at the end of that. He said, after you did all that and made a fool out of yourself, get back up and strengthen your brother. See, that's the premise. See, a lot of people want to keep living in defeat and try to bring a gospel. You can't bring a gospel when you're defeated. You have to bring a gospel after you've stood back up and shook yourself off. And said, now I'm going to believe. Now I'm going to move in miraculous power. I've learned a lesson. See, God isn't concerned about you failing, trying. He's concerned about you not learning a lesson. The lesson is what moves us. See, I'm a, I'm a story of lessons. I could stand up here all day and tell you stories of lessons. I've got a, I've got a recent story that's just amazing. Uh, I mean, it, it's powerful. I... I had some of my most trusted people in my life start a small group in my church and they got off into some translating and flying through the air with angels and 
moving from one place to another at will. And, they, and you know, I know it's scriptural, guys, but God did it. We didn't. You, if you're sitting there channeling, you're evoking humanism. You're, I'm, I'm sorry. Some of my most trusted people, man, and they looked at me after preaching all of these years when you met me, and they looked at me and they said, you're no longer enough for us. We've grown past you. And they were so nice. They said, you've taught us to grow and trust the Lord, and now we're growing and trusting the Lord, and we have outgrown you, your ministry, and, and you know, you still fight over here for victory. We've won, and we're just going to enjoy what God has, and we're going to do this, and, and, you know, and you know what? I felt that small. I felt that small. I felt like, I, I, matter of fact, I told the Lord this, didn't I? I said, Lord... You deceived me. I preached to these people and I thought I was preaching and you deceived me. You know what? But the Lord said, you're going to keep doing what I told you to do. You're going to keep pressing through. You're going to keep realizing the kingdom. You're going to move in miraculous power. Now listen, disappointment is sure, but your success is even greater. You're guaranteed to succeed. How many want to succeed today? Let's just stand to her feet all over. She said, all I've got is just a small thing of oil. He said, you just go get that. You get that oil. And he said, I want you to go. You know, the greatest thing in your life is the word go. It, it says go. Jesus is like, uh, you can tell when people get in religious mindsets. They're like, Jesus comes back and they're like, I'm sitting on the right hand. I'm on the right hand. I'm on the right hand. You're not on the right hand. Jesus is like, what are y'all doing? And, you know, you can always tell when people get out of line because they're worried about position. They're worried about what am I going to do? When am I going to preach? When am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? And, you know, the church is not, this, this is like 5% of ministry right here. It's like, it's... And I've heard some powerful words behind this, but if I don't take those words to meaning and I don't use those things, those words were nothing to me. We become such consumers of word that we fail to digest what we had. Jesus looked at them and he said, take this bread, I am that bread, break it and eat it. <laughs> and when you eat it, you're eating me. You know what he was telling them? He said, get past just tasting and start digesting Jesus. Because when you, you see, if, if you, I know somebody that hates food, and they will taste of food, get it in their mouth, spit it out, or they'll swallow it for a minute and puke it back up. And uh, they're skinny, and, and you know, they're, they, if, if we sat down last night and ate dinner together, they would be like, and they would talk to you, but in the back of their mind, they're, they're like, and, and really, honestly, they're sickened by the fact that we're digesting something. Oh, this is a word. That, see, that spirit gets sick. And, and I, I spoke to her one time. I was like, what's wrong? She said, I just get, it's just so disgusting watching y'all digest stuff. Just the... The thought of it. You know how many Christians get sick of you when you really start digesting Jesus? When you really, when you get past the tasting part of it and you start digesting and you start becoming the word of God? When you start moving in miraculous power, you watch. When you start 
saying, this is for me, and I can move in this any time, any day. All I got to do, the Spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. But I cost my flesh to say, the Spirit says yes, and I'm moving in that all the time, and I start digesting. And, and see, you never become what you eat until you digest it. You, you're never, you never get the nutrients, the benefits of it, nothing until you digest it. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? That's why Jesus said, eat me. He said, get to the point where you're consuming me. Do it in front of people. Let them see the change. What you got in your hand? Just a jar. Just a little jar. Moses, what you got in your hand? Just a rod. Just a rod. David's sharpshooters, left-handed bow and arrow men told them the only military force in that time to have left-handed archers in a right-handed world. Isn't that amazing? What you got in hand? Just a stick. Just a bow. But he'd send them out and they would crush armies because armies were so set to hold the shield with one hand. And the archers would lean in from a different angle and was destroying the enemy. How many want such a download from heaven that he just makes you amidestrious? Where you're moving. Gosh, I just feel that in my spirit. See, God wants to release something to us today. I didn't just come just to give a word. I come to challenge you. My friends up there in Canada are fighting for their lives. But you know what? We're doing the same down here. People like us coming to church with no mask on, scared and they're like y'all are silly y'all are stupid you know what you need we we need faith to destroy this we need to be wise with it i mean to be unwise is not good but to you can't live in fear you can't if you live in fear you'll die with nothing nothing you know most of us are living beyond what God wants from us. We're living in abusive relationships. We're taking things off people because we've got a false religion that says, oh, I'm a doormat or God's just love. I'll just take this. You know, when the world's looking for boldness, someone to stand up and say, I'm going to move this. We give up our mountains of, of uh, uh, media. We give up our mountains of schooling and education. And we did all of that just to get out of here. And now we're left with liberal Thinking and, and, and it's such unscientific that it isn't even natural of the things that they're trying to give to us and tell us that it's natural. We got women that fought generations for women's rights, giving them up right now to let boys beat them up in locker rooms. Isn't that amazing to you? And, and someone, and see, when I was preaching this in Canada, the pastor was like going on. I mean, he was about to die on the front seat. You know why I'm not back at Canada? It's because the pastor didn't, he was scared of the word. A good friend of mine. I hope we're still good friends, but I don't agree with it. When I cast the devil out of the mother of the church, he saw it. He couldn't even hold her down. And when I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I said, you're like the glue to your family. But I said, something manifests in you every now and then where you tear everything apart in your life. And the son went, that's exactly what happened. Said she, we, we try and then she'll just destroy everything. I said, it's a devil and it hides and it manifests. Well, why? he's like, why did it happen here? And I said, because the, the anointing we carry provokes the devil. 
And you know what I was preaching on? You're above and not beneath. But it had nothing to do. I mean, I don't even know if I even mentioned the devil. And, but the devil manifested, and they was holding her down. And you know what we did? I walked over there, and I said, in the name of, I, first I said, Mother, I said, you're fixing to, we're going to cast this devil out, and everything's going to be okay. You believe that? And she'd come back to herself. She said, I believe it. And I said, okay. And devil manifest again. I said, you be quiet. You come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. I'm going to get something real to you. You cannot read this off a of paper. You can't just, in the name of Jesus, come out of them and we say it happening, yabba dabba dabba ba. That is not, hey guys, I'll tell you something, authority don't work that way. Right. Authority does not work that way. Uh, this scripture, you can read this scripture. I remember the seven sons of Siva. They go in there and they're, they're reading all this to a devil. And he said, well, Peter, I know. John, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Because authority is vested. It's given. And we need to be moving in such authority that God trusts us with authority. You can have power. We can have power. Power's good, but authority moves heaven. And it moves earth. And we need the authority of heaven. And the apostolic is to equip the church to give authority to move in that. When that devil came out of her, she slid limpless down into the floor like she was dead. Woke up immediately when her eyes opened up. She said, where am I? We were, my wife called me one day and there was a girl that they were doing deliverance on. And Christy was letting the woman do deliverance and she was back there watching Christy text me said you need to get back here immediately a devil manifest in that woman she's crawling all over the floor I mean it was a huge principality spirit and I mean this woman and, and I'm going to tell you something this woman was doing things I mean in, in big ministries and the devil manifested that woman couldn't cast the devil out of her Christy said you're going to have to come back here and let's get this devil out and my wife can cast the devil out of somebody and so I get back there, and you're reading off that woman's reading off paper. And I'm like, you can't cast the devil out of this woman? You know what? I'm not being sarcastic. I'm legitimately, I remember R.W. Shambach, A. Allen, threw him in a car with a demon-possessed person and said, cast it out or walk. Right? Cast it out or walk. And when I grew up, I mean, we cast the devil out of people. And then I, we need more of it. And we looked at that girl that was so stressed and tasked because somebody was reading off a paper, devil was manifesting back and forth and they had no authority. And we looked at her and we said, calm right now. And she just, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of her. And that devil ripped at her, but he came out. He came out. And she was like, what happened? I want to tell you, there's a piece of your life when the devil lets go, you won't even know what happened. You'll be like, hey, let me tell you something. Some of you might not have a devil, but you got a devil in a home. You got, you got a spirit binding up your finances, binding up a word from heaven, binding up your ability to receive a fresh word from heaven. You're hearing it, but it's not hitting your noggin. It's not coming down. There's a demon up there binding that word. And you, you said, that's not scriptural. It is too. He said, when the sower sows, he said, the birds of the air pluck it. Listen, you know what those birds of the air are? They're demonic ambassadors sent to take a word from heaven. Do you know why this person can receive a powerful word from heaven and the person next to them not receive nothing? Birds of the air, demonic power. You say, are you, 
glorifying it? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm making us aware. Paul told us. He said, you got to be aware of Satan's device. You got to know where he's at. See, there's something in your hand that is going to unlock everything in your life, but the devil is trying to keep it from happening. And God says, it's going to move today. Today is the day. Because you know why it's going to move? You've been made aware of it. See, the Holy Spirit's already working right now. People's like, this something right here, this thing right here. See, God's putting his finger on something. Whoa. He said, what do you do? He said, I cast out devils with the finger of God. Poof. Right? Cast out devils with the finger of God. See, God put his finger on something this morning. You're all standing there filled with the Holy Spirit. I feel this church is a powerful church. Listen to me. You're standing there filled with the Holy Spirit, but the Lord's put his finger on something. I want you to just come down right here, right now. Whatever he put his finger on, we're believing for heaven to move it right now. And it's, it's going to move in such miraculous power that you're going to see an instantaneous change. You say, am I filled with the devil? No, you're not filled with the devil, y'all. We'll know if you are. <laughs> but see, the devil's binding stuff up. Amen. There's someone here today I know without a doubt. I'm not fishing. I know it. You hear a word, but I mean the enemy snatches that word before it gets to manifest in your mind. Before you before you receive it. You, you can't even, you know it, but you're not in digesting it. And that's why it's not happening. See? And then there's some, we give up too fast. You don't want to give up. This is no time to give up, right? We're going to press forward. I mean, just receive that. I want you just touch somebody's hand next to you. You're praying for them. I mean, no, the Bible says Job's prayer was answered when he prayed for his friends. So we all become ministers, even though you're in need. You're a minister this morning. You're praying for that person next to you. You're believing for their breakthrough. You're believing for God is going to do something. I'm going to start right over here, Christy. Whenever you want to minister, you can. And we're going to believe God for you. Uh, I'm trusting the Lord for miraculous breakthrough this morning. I mean, supernatural. Only something he can do. Do you believe that? Yeah. I know you do. I feel your belief. And you know what? Who cares about any unbelief, right? Who cares? Jesus wasn't concerned about it. So we're up here. We're sons of God. And we're believing God for something so powerful. I just feel the hand of the Lord this morning. I'm so thankful for it. Oh, we're going to be benefited this morning for the power of heaven. Are you ready? Just lift your hands. You're praying for those next to you. Father, we just want to thank you. Supernatural breakthrough. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Right now, you're doing it. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Just shaking all of the heaven and earth right now in her. Father, we just bless you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa. What's your mind just come up with all kinds of stuff? I mean, a person was bound here a while back, and I went and preached at a little get-together, and I said, God, I don't know why I'm here. And I just released this little simple word, and we was all sitting around, and this guy stood up, and he said, God took me from here to here, and he began to testify. And I'm like, Lord, I wasn't here to preach. I was here to receive. It, it showed me how to pray for a person in my life. It's amazing. Watch this. God is going to do such something miraculous right here, right now. Oh, there's, there's such hunger and desire and there's such glory all over you. God is going to fulfill it. That, I just hear the word fulfill, fill. 
Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. And you're just moving there right now. We thank you, God, right now. The wind of heaven. Yeah. Breakthrough right now. Breakthrough right now. Press. Press. Thank you, Lord. We're pressing past it all. Disappointment. We're pressing past it right now in the name of Jesus. We're pressing past. We're doing it again. We're trying it again. Right now. We're here. Whoosh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, boy, I feel the warmth of heaven. Yeah. Watch what happens in her. She's going to have a testimony. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, baby. Go ahead. Thank you, Lord. I want to use you if you want to pray with me. I like what I like what I feel. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Amen. There, there's breakthrough in you. You're a breakthrough person. You're 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 a person that defies odds. And sometimes you don't even feel that way. But there's so much more to you than what you even know. And and you shouldn't even be where you're at right now. But it's because you hunger enough for God that you just you're pre- you're like a bulldozer, like whoosh. And the Lord's going to say, I'm going to do something in you today. I'm going to let you feel.